sorry, not sorry for the Depeche Mode musical rejoins today. I just overjoyed that John finally likes something about Depeche Mode, even if it has nothing at all to do with their music. Well, I guess I do. I mean, it's well, I guess somebody within the group probably had a say in that design, right? Well, yeah. It just looks cool. Like, yeah. Like, it doesn't... It's the most non-Depeche Mode thing they've ever done. Like, it gives me vibes of cool late 90s rock. Like, I, I used a different analogy earlier, but I'll use another one now. It looks like it'd be a Power Man 5000 album cover. Like, that could say PM with a 5000 underneath it, and it would work. And that's cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were cool. Oh, nothing cooler than PM 5K. I mean, you remember their hair, right? No. Oh, it was, it was cool. It was tall. It was spiky. Uh, they were on an episode of either Beverly Hills 90210 or The O.C. I forget which one. I think it was The O.C. because I remember it. What a show that was. That That's worth a rewatch for me. You might be right. It, it, it probably holds up, too. Uh, I've seen it all the way through twice, and I could definitely go for a third. That relationship between uh, when... when um, uh, not Ryan, but the other uh, the other kid was uh, was in love with Summer and uh, that other girl, I think Anna or somebody like I, that. The thing is, is that I don't remember anything about it because when uh, I watched it, I binged it. I didn't watch it live. Uh, so yeah, I, sometimes too. when you binge things, yeah. you don't retain anything. Nothing. Like even with Kingdom, going back and watching it now, so many things I feel like I missed. And once you know the characters, it's actually fun to go back and take the journey with them again, knowing more about who they are. Oh, yeah. California. Um, John's Joyce. John reads news stories. I play lullaby versions of popular songs underneath them. And if you'd like to guess them, you're certainly more than welcome to for absolutely no prize. John, who's bringing us today's joints? John's Joints being brought to you by Medi Weight Loss. They have locations in South Tampa, Brandon, and Lutz. This is a medically supervised program that has helped me personally, me, lose over 50 pounds since the beginning of the year. They're going to keep you accountable. They're going to give you a full breakdown of what's going on in your body. They make sure that not only are you losing weight, but you're doing it in a healthy manner. And they want to hook bone listeners up with a free assessment. If you go to startmedi.com slash 1025 or call 877-MED loss just make sure you tell them you heard about it right here on 1025 the bone you will get that free assessment stop making excuses the quarantine this whole phase of life has been tough on everybody and a lot of people have gained weight but you don't have to keep it on check out my friends at medi weight loss very curious to get your opinion on this because i don't think you dislike this person but i don't think you Obviously, you don't love them as much as I do, but this is, seems like an unprecedented move for somebody of, of, of their stature. Garth Brooks has removed himself from the running for Entertainer of the Year at the Country Music Association Awards this year. And it's all because of a tweet. The country music superstar announced via a virtual press conference yesterday that a tweet brought him to the decision. He went on to say, there's one tweet that really stuck in my head. It said, hey man, this guy, why doesn't he just step down and leave the entertainer of, for the next generation? Garth Brooks says he 100% agrees. With all the love in the world, we are officially pulling ourselves out of the running for entertainer of the year. If you didn't know, Garth has won the entertainer of the year. He won it in like 92, 93, 96, 97, 2016, 2017. He's won it a bunch of times. And he now says he's stepping down. Is that 
Is there something noble in that? Yeah, oh, definitely. I don't know him well enough to know his real intentions, so I'm going to take him at face value and say that's an incredibly non-douchey move to go, I've been I've been feted enough. Give it to somebody else. Yeah, 92, 97, 98, 2016, and 2017. So, I mean, he's won it a lot, and... Uh, I just feel like when you've got Garth Brooks in the running because of who he is, like he's always going to win. Like yeah. if, he, if he keeps making music and keeps performing, specifically considering he's, you know, touring goes into that to that win, and he's the only one out there doing the, this drive-in shows on a wide scale. So he probably would have been a shoe in for it. But props to Garth. Yeah, it's not like there's a there's a football championship or a basketball championship where you get something for winning. It's just a meaningless honor. Right. So well, good for him. Well, not meaningless, but, but like, you know. Exactly. Good for him. Tom Brady, babies. I've watched the video maybe a million times that the Buccaneers put out yesterday of Tom Brady practicing, really practicing at one buck place. He looks beautiful. He looks fit. He looks trim. He looks quick. He's working with receivers. And Bruce Arians spoke yesterday about how Tom is adapting how his teammates are adapting to the intensity and if there have been any problems with people being a little starstruck by Tom. All the guys that have been working out with him um, see his intensity level at even those type of workouts and only know they're going to intensify when we get out there for real. Uh, so, yeah, it's been great. Um, you know, it's, it's you would have hoped we'd have had spring practice so all of them could get over the awe especially the young players of Tom Brady walking into the locker room and Gronk. Uh, but, you know, it'll get, we'll get through that, I think, in a week. Then maybe um, each guy have enough to go talk to him. I think balls is what they bleeped out. Oh. It was ESPN. I guess it, I guess it was balls. Okay. Um, and, and another piece for Bruce Arians, you know, Bruce Arians, when he made a return to the NFL, one of the biggest discussions was his health. He has had health problems in the past. His age is a little older than most coaches. So there was a lot of discussion about him being at high risk for the Rona, you know, by doing this, and he was given the option, and I guess some older coaches will be coaching from the box this season. Mm. He has said straight up, I am not coaching from the box. I will be down on the field, and he let it be known yesterday that he will be wearing a mask and a face shield. Mm. So that means, uh, you know, the full uh, the full gamut of protection. Yeah. Yeah, he's old school. There's no way that guy's going up to the box. No, no, nor should nor should he. No. But but then again, how bad do you feel if if Bruce Arians gets the Rona and God forbid, you know, it takes him? Uh very bad. Yeah. Don't be afraid to go in the box. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they can get can't they do a bubble? I mean, this is the NFL. We should be working at the highest levels of technology for the NFL. Can we get him so almost like a Pope mobile, you know, like what yeah. the Pope gets in? Yeah. Like not like a real bubble, but like it's like a Segway but it's got like a glass bubble around you. That'd be awesome. That, if anybody from the Buccaneers is listening, you know, don't rule that out mm -mm. completely. Speaking of a segue, what's the next story, John? <laughs> that was good. Thank you. That was real good. Thanks, pal. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people thought that the masks were the end. You know, they were. You know, that was the mm. last. That was the last step. Mm. We put masks on, and then we're gonna be good. Well, sadly, at least in the past 24 hours, it might be time to add one more thing to your list of how to protect yourself from the coronavirus. Dr. Fauci suggested Wednesday that Americans should consider wearing goggles or face shields. He noted they are not universally recommended, and at this point, if you really want to be complete, you should probably use them 
if you can. Now, Dr. Burks, who has kind of been the doctor that seems to be more Trump friendly, she appears with Trump when Fauci's not there. She she toes the company line a little yeah. bit more than Fauci does. She appeared on Fox and Friends this morning. You've got to hear the way the guys on Fox and Friends react to her saying that we should have goggles on because they're pissed. Gotten to see a lot of exciting face masks out there and um, face masks that come from the bottom up. And I think that's really, I think people, the American people are innovative. Those are actually pretty easy and straightforward to make. Many universities and those who have um, printers are making face shields now. So these 3D printers can really increase that production. And I think others are making so, them and they can be decorated. So Dr. Well, the dec <laughs> uh, no one's really interested in decorations. I want to know whether face shields or goggles is something we're going to hear next. Uh, is, is this something that suddenly is going to become the new guideline? So here's the thing about the face shield in addition to the mask. The mask is to protect others. It's to block, block those droplets and block that contamination that happens when you speak or sing or talk or even breathe. The thing about the face shields, we think that that could protect the individuals and that it would decrease the ability for them to touch their eyes and spread virus as well as those droplets coming towards them. So they're two different technologies for two different reasons. Unbelievable. Uh, because we also heard now that the masks not only protect people from you, but you, it also helps you with your protection. So from don't wear a mask to wear a mask, to now it can help you if it spread, and now it could help you block. And now you're saying wear goggles. Uh, uh, it's unbelievable. All right. Uh <laughs> I mean, they were completely taken aback. And honestly, if that's the next step, I might be anti-goggle guy. I don't know if I can conform to being forced to wear goggles every day. Uh, that seems to be a big leap from masks. I. That doesn't feel right to I'm, me. I'm waiting for the study on glasses. Like, what is, like, can it get up? up obviously, it could probably get up inside under my glasses. Oh, yeah. But if I'm just, uh, you know, out and about and some droplets get spurted in my face, am I am I going to be okay? Um, You're never going to be okay if droplets get spurted in your face. Yeah, you're, pro you're probably right. I'm not hearing a lot of people talk about this, and I, I guess I just felt... Even with baseball coming back, did you feel like when any form of sports came back that as a whole, as a society, we were going to be more excited? Cause yeah. Because, I, I mean, we've been living with, for me, it's been a dream scenario because we've been living with nothing but pro wrestling and UFC sure. for the past however many months. But the average sports fan hasn't had anything. And I yeah. haven't felt the level of excitement that I that I thought I would. I think it's because we're all so busy arguing with each other about uh, every other e thing. Everything, yeah. That we just can't be united enough to go, oh my God, we got sports. But I thought just like you, we'd be overjoyed right now. Yeah, and honestly, I didn't even in this, you know, I'm not a huge NBA fan, but I'll watch. And if you didn't know, basketball is back. The scrimmages Woo! are done and the real games finally begin tonight down at the NBA's restart campus at Walt Disney World with a huge game for me just being on the sideline and not knowing much with LeBron James and the Lakers taking on Kawhi Leonard Ooh. and the Clippers in the second game of a doubleheader to start the season on Thursday night. The NBA will return first with the team that led us to the stoppage, the Utah Jazz facing off against Zion Williamson and the New Orleans Pelicans uh, before the fourth and final regular season game between the Lakers and Clippers. Anthony Davis is expected to play for the Lakers while the Clippers will be without two key contributors, Lou Williams and Montrezl Harrell, and that will all take place on TNT tonight. Speaking of Lou Williams, you know, he uh, he's the one who made the detour yeah. to the strip club, Magic yeah. City. I heard a rumor, and I and it's unsubstantiated, 
that the Marlins players who tested positive, yeah. they experienced a similar detour. Yeah, was it was it supposedly the same exact place? That's what I heard. Yeah, I heard that as well. And I don't know. I think it was a. Uh, I think it was a. A radio guy who said he knew that one of the players, at the very least, took a detour in Atlanta to a strip club. So, um, I mean, with with when you know it's not just you, that's the thing. If this was a singles game, any sort of singular sport where it was only going to negatively affect you in maybe one round of a certain match, but when you know you've got an entire league and all these other guys depending on you to just do the basic right thing like why 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 right. do you got to do that yeah because you're bored and and you want to break out of the bubble and and see some trim and horny very much so. i mean that's the thing too they should we said it earlier they've got to put some trim in these bubbles yeah they're, they're sprinkle in some tested trim i mean why not they should trim trim bubble maybe a separate trim bubble you bubble keep trim your, Bubble trim. Thank you. Yeah, bubble. you got to sprinkle in some tested bubble trim. It's a little bit of bubble. A little bit of tested bubble trim. Um, stories like this fascinating, fascinate me. A Connecticut man is facing a murder charge after police said he beheaded his landlord with a samurai sword. According to the Hartford Courant. I believe they call that a katana. Jerry David Thompson, he's 42 years old, of Hartford, Connecticut, was arrested Monday, one day after police discovered his landlord, top bridge player, Victor King, slashed to death and decapitated in his home on Asylum Avenue. In an arrest warrant, police said Thompson had been renting a room from King, and following an argument about payment, Thompson used the sword to threaten King, who reported the incident to police Saturday. The warrant said the next day, King's friend couldn't get in touch with him and alerted police who found the body. Police later arrested Thompson, a self-proclaimed sovereign citizen. We know what trouble they can be. Thompson is being held on a $2 million bond. He is refusing to talk to investigators or a public defender. That's a very personal death. Like, you can shoot somebody and it can be somewhat impersonal. Disemboweling something or decapacitating. Decapacitate. Oh man, I love these moments. The so few, few, few and far between that, like we just got to soak them in. Decapitating, Jesus yeah. Christ, decapitating. Welcome to my life. I tell you these words, man. They're not as easy as they seem. They're spelled thinking, out right. And, I was you know, thinking incapacitating with decapitating. Well, well, I will tell you this: if you do become decap, <laughs> if you become decapitated, you will most likely be incapacitated for for a while. On Thursday, President Trump floated the idea of delaying the 2020 election, but constitutional experts say it's not that simple. Postponing the general election can only be done by Congress, not by the order of the president. And even if the election were moved, the end of Trump's term would still expire on January 20th, 2021. And even congressional Republicans don't seem very keen on Trump's idea. Senator Marco Rubio said he can suggest whatever he wants. The law is what it is. My theory and a thing that I'm seeing peppered a lot on the internet, this was a big distraction technique to take away from the next piece of news, I will tell you. As the pandemic continues to uh, its tight grip on the country, the United States economy shrank by a record-breaking quarterly slump of 33% from April to June. The Commerce Department says 2020's second quarter is the worst Ever shattering the last record of 10% uh, back in 1956. Residential housing was hit hard by the slump, sh uh, shrieking, shrinking 38.7% for the 19th week in a row. Requests for unemployment benefits topped $1 million. 
And it seems ridiculous to think, but I will tell you this. And when it comes to something that's much more likely and much more real and having an actual effect on Americans, people should care more about these GDP numbers than they do Trump saying he's going to move the election. But if you looked on Twitter this morning, not many people talking about those numbers. A lot of people talking about Trump moving the election. Pure distraction I, technique. I don't know if he's smart. I don't know if he's smart enough to plan that, but he very well, he very well could have did that to make sure people weren't talking about these terrible numbers. He doesn't want people focusing on bad numbers. No. Uh, the the ceremony for John Lewis, who passed away, uh, was earlier today. And Drew, I know that this audio had you fired up before the show. So if you feel the need to, to pot it down or not listen, uh, I understand. Uh, but one of the people, uh, former President Bill Clinton was there. As we know, our president, uh, current president, Donald Trump, not there. Uh, but Obama, Barack Obama, was there. And um, here's just a little excerpt of some of the words he had for America today. Now, this country is a constant work in progress. We're born with instructions to form a more perfect union. Explicit in those words is the idea that we're imperfect. That what gives each new generation purpose is to take up the unfinished work of the last and carry it further than any might have thought possible. John Lewis, first of the Freedom Riders, head of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, youngest speaker at the March on Washington, leader of the march from Selma to Montgomery, Member of Congress representing the people of this state and this district for 33 years, mentor to young people, including me. You know, the thing about Obama was is that I know that near the end he had some crosswords for Fox News and the people that followed it. But for most of his presidency, I felt like even like he was talking even to the people that didn't like him. And that's the thing that's missing now. And I didn't agree with his politics. I, I definitely didn't hate the man. I didn't see him as a as a terrorist or someone who was trying to break down our country. But it just when he communicated with people, even if people weren't receptive to it, he at least tried to talk to everybody. And even with his statements today, they were there were some moments that were seemed to be cloaked in shots, but it wasn't necessarily about that. He was really trying to talk to everybody. And um you know, that's one aspect that whether you love or hate our president, that we don't get as much where I feel like often when he's speaking from the heart, he's speaking to one specific group of people. All I will say, John, and nice attempt to bait me into something is that it sure was nice having an eloquent, compassionate, passionate statesman in the White House. Right. Nothing about his politics at all. Couldn't care less about that. As a leader, a man who could stand in front of a camera and give you the feeling that if you believe this way or that way, we're all united by this. We need that now more than ever, and we have the exact opposite of that. 
Well, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, you take and you, you balance in one hand and you're like, the guy can make you feel warm and fuzzy. He can make you feel great. He can make you feel like he's talking to you. And, you know, for some people, that's enough to overlook his socialist policies. Um, but either way, it was a warm, great moment today. And uh, I think Obama's a good guy. Thanks, John. Uh, then again, if we did not have Donald Trump in office, we would not have this. Like you'll go person, woman, man, camera, TV, the memory camera. question. That's not an easy question, not for me. You have to repeat it. So we got that going for us, which is nice. I'm all burnt out. Oh. We broke our uh, death record for the fir- third day in a row today in Florida. How many? Uh, that the answer is too many, John. Yeah, uh, 253 today. One of them being Herman Cain, who we'll talk about at 5 o'clock. Well, I don't know if he got counted towards the Florida number, but in theory, yeah. One of the deaths from COVID. Ooh, I know this one. I figured you would, which is why I let it play. Is it? Should we give a hint? This was featured in Ozark, right? Sure was. Uh, Ozark cleaned up a bunch of nominees or nominations at the Emmys, right? Yeah. So did uh, S. Creek. Yeah. 15 nominations. Like, I love that show. Yeah, me too. But I mean, I I, I have no grasp on what is award winning because when I watch that, I enjoyed a lot of it, but I don't know that I would have suspected that it's 15 nominations. Good. No, I mean, it was a good show. Did you ever finish it? No. Yeah. It was fun while I watched it. But no, I don't. I don't really even feel the need to finish it. I think I only got to like season three. Yeah, it's uh, I, well, and that's gonna be another one of those shows where people watch it on Netflix, and the last season won't end up on Netflix until like October. Right. <laughs> um, if you do think we should delay the elections, by all means, we'd love to hear from you. I don't know if you're following what's going on with the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Houston Astros. The greatest thing to ever happen to baseball. I've cared more about baseball the last 24 hours than I have the first 33 years of life. And there's been an injustice, in my opinion, that has been carried out courtesy of Major League Baseball. And we'll talk about that next on Drew Grabo Live. But there's a book bag drive coming. A drive through book bag giveaway, in fact, to Middleton High School on... August 8th, that is next Saturday, a week from this Saturday, 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. at Middleton High School, and it is being put on by the Young Lions Youth and Italiano Insurance. Jeff Italiano is helping host this, and uh, we'd love to get your donations, whether it's a cash donation to buy supplies or if you'd like to buy supplies on your own, like book bags, wide rule paper, college rule notebooks, folders, glue, glue sticks, number two pencils, ink pens, highlighters, uh, you can drop all that stuff off at Italiano Insurance's offices. You'll find that at 3021 West Swan Avenue in Tampa. And if you have any questions about your homeowner's insurance, uh, boat insurance, renter's insurance, any kind of insurance, you can bring those questions with you, and they will answer them at Italiano. Italiano Insurance Services, a longtime supporter of the Young Lions, has donated book bags, but many more are needed. And during this hard time, so many families need assistance in getting their children back to school with necessary school supplies. Go to italianoinsurance.com for more information. Italiano Insurance, serving our community for 60 years.